0: Welcome everybody, this is the X1 Bros, we are your positive gaming and Xbox community, thank you very much for tuning in yet again on another week of awesomeness, another week of amazing Xbox glory, gaming glory and goodness. Thank you for being here This is podcast number 342 As always I'm joined by the bros The X1 bros First and foremost It's Mr. McSpicy Hello Next up we've got Jordan the man Hello And last but not least I am X1 Welcome to the show guys So so good to have you This is the last show of 2020 for the X1 Bros. We always take the two weeks off between Christmas and New Year's. So we will be back officially on January 8th. That's the next time we'll be back live here streaming for the podcast. Also, that's the next time you'll be able to download a new podcast for us. So have a great holiday season. Have a great Christmas. Enjoy yourselves, and let's ring in the new year, and uh, it's gonna, be, it's awesome. It's exciting to look forward to for gamers. New Year's is one of my favorite time of year. So is Christmas. Christmas, New well, Year's. Well, because we actually have time off to play. Yeah, that's, that's right. <laughs> that is right. So we will be back January 8th, everybody. On YouTube, we will still be dropping videos, probably about two a week. We'll drop over there, so make sure if you haven't yet, come subscribe to us on YouTube and hit that notification bell. Be informed whenever a new video drops, whenever our podcasts go live. And let's jump into it, guys. Last podcast of the year. We talked a lot about Cyberpunk 2077 last week. Mm-hmm. We gave our first impressions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's our game club month, too. It's our game club <clears throat> yeah. game of the month. Yeah. Jordan, I would like to start with you. There is some news that has come out about Cyberpunk 2077. Would you rather address some of those issues first, or do you want to talk about your personal experience with the game?
1: Um, I mean, I don't know. I think they go hand in hand, right? Yeah. I mean... CD Projekt Red has been uh, going through the ringer this week. They have <laughs> they've they've taken it in the face. They've a little bit. Uh,
0: they've had a rough week. Let's uh, let's talk. W- let's talk about your personal experience first. Well, so uh, and go through that as,
1: as the game stands. So my, my opinions actually really don't much change from last week. Now that being said, a lot of the contention and the arguments and and a lot of the stuff that's going on is revolving around the base consoles. Uh, we're talking Xbox One, PS4, right? The 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 base consoles uh for the game because if if you didn't know which you most people probably know at this point uh the game in a lot of cases for a lot of users is is unplayable on on those base
0: consoles on the base consoles so base i cuz yeah. i actually played it on the Xbox 1X last week and i played it on the Series X obviously on the Series X i had very minimal issues mostly it was animations mm-hmm. and stuff like that the xbox 1x i had no i had no i had some frame drops some some freezing moments but the game was very playable our cousin uh in england he has the playstation uh-huh. and he said i can't play the game like yeah. it's and i was like well, i've not had issues he said no i can't play it it doesn't it doesn't work so playstation in particular has been having some issues
1: well there's been a lot on xbox as well now we're not talking fair, the ps5
2: right. this no. is just or or yeah this is just if you bought a console from twenty thirteen, yeah, this is affecting you. Yeah. This is affecting you absolutely. So, Can we bring up some uh,
0: cyberpunk gameplay oh, sure. gloriousness?
1: No, but yeah. yeah, it's it's been it's been I know even talking in our own community, it's been it's been hit and miss on the the series S and the series or sorry, 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 the 1S and the one X. Uh, but anyway, base consoles alone, we, we know they're having a lot of issues and it is rough out there. Uh, for a lot of gamers, which is why Cyberpunk's or sorry, CD Projekt Red has been taking a lot of flack this week. Yeah, and I mean it's it's justifiable. I would be, I mean, if I bought a sixty dollar game and it's not working, I would be frustrated too. So I'm not, you know, I I, I get where the frustration's coming from. But the reason I'm bringing that up is because I'm playing on Series X, right? Series X, PlayStation 5, and PC. Although they still do have problems, which we'll talk about as well, it's much more playable and you can at least enjoy yourself through the game, right? Mm. Uh, we have a lot of visual bugs and, and technical bugs and stuff like that, but the game is
2: Speaking much more playable. Bugs, we can't watch it right now, so yeah. I'm going to throw it back on the main cat.
1: So, but anyway, my ex, my experience this week, uh, I've gotten a lot, uh, a lot more time with the game. I think, I, like I said, I don't think my opinion... Changes much from last week with my initial first impressions. Sure. I Last week I was talking about uh, I understand why the game was delayed. I can also see them justifying another delay. I think that still holds true. I mean, if they would have delayed it another six months or so, I think we could have avoided a lot of what's going on this week. That being said, I'm still having fun with the game. I think the core of the game, the bones of the game, are are there. They're really good. Sure. Uh, I think the the city is fun. I think the characters are fun and engaging and really interesting uh, where I'm getting. Uh, the story is really good, and the gameplay itself with the RPG, I'm, I'm starting to get used to the gun system. I'm, I'm getting better guns. I, I mean, it's obviously still not like Doom and Call of Duty gunplay, sure. but it's it's really good and really fun. I think the core of the game is is really good. I was talking to one of my friends today, and he, and he said it perfectly. He said, it's the, the soul of the game is good. And yeah. I was like, yeah, it is. The soul of the game is good. But that being said, it does it does it, the game is being held back by a lot of the issues that it has via bugs, um, technical issues uh, that I've had and stuff like that. No, there was
0: there was a patch that dropped today. 15 gig patch Was it today? I believe. Yeah, earlier today yeah. What what patch was that now? Did that fix a lot of the bugs? Or well, it's one of the, the patches So
1: what, what they're doing is uh, CD Projekt Red has been coming out On on all their social medias Basically trying to Essentially clean up the mess, right? They're talking about how uh, They did say that they're going to support the game They're not giving up on it They, they want to earn their Our trust back, essentially, right? Uh, uh, all that stuff they're coming out with three big patches to fix a lot of the issues. Sure. One this in December before the Christmas holiday, before all the dev- developers go home for Christmas. There's going to be another big one in January and then another big one in February. Okay. And hopefully by that point, a lot of the issues will be fixed. I think they're trying to just get it playable on those base consoles right now. But that's uh, that's where we're at right now. So that's kind of the the rough draft of patch
0: I have to say we're, watch, that we're, we're watching we're right watching this from this is a PC version of the game that we're watching with ray tracing turned on. Ray tracing makes a huge difference. Look at this; it's a pretty game. Yeah. good. Yeah. well, beautiful. and
1: this is this is what I'm excited for because if you're playing on Series X or PS5, you're technically playing a backward compatible version of the game. So I'm excited. We're gonna next get this. year. Of course, all the patches and stuff need to come out first, right? I mean, but I'm excited for next year when they do the next gen updates sure the the optimizations for the new consoles because we're gonna get it won't be probably pc like the full pc settings but we're gonna be close i mean we're gonna we're gonna have a lot it's gonna look really good i think and that's what that's what i'm really excited about anyway after another weekend on cyberpunk i am i really am enjoying the game i think the bones of the game and the soul of the game is good there is a lot holding
0: it back though Via the bugs. So overall, you know. last week, super into the game. It was your first impressions. Yeah, yeah. This is let's say me first second impressions two point well, You're to, deeper into the to game. To be honest
1: with you, I'm still super into the game. It's all I've been playing this week. Yeah, it's taking on. It's taken taking me away from World of Warcraft. And you know you got to do the dailies in that game. Yeah. So
0: what but, what do you enjoy the most about the game?
1: The story right now. The story is really picking up. The characters from the side stories the side jobs is what they're called are starting to not not like super intensely right but they're starting to slowly interweave into the main story okay um, more so the main story there's things that happen in the main story and there's characters that you meet in the main story that are now kind of interweaving into some side stuff like they're there they're they're doing stuff with you they're making comment it's really cool and that's what that's
0: that's what makes this game fun but the
1: story right now is really fun and I'm really enjoying
0: and your biggest criticism of the game at this point well, the bugs. is the bugs what, what's a common bug that you have ran into
1: uh, common is probably mostly like visual stuff like textures don't load properly uh, well, your wheelchair experience. My, there's my yesterday. wheelchair experience. Talk, let's let's talk about your <laughs> so, wheelchair
0: experience. You were streaming the game yesterday.
1: Yeah, so what happened is I was, I was in a hospital. <laughs> it wasn't a very good hospital. But anyway, I was in a hospital, and I was shooting down this hallway, and there happened to be a guy in a wheelchair in that hallway. And I think what he did is he was like, oh, shoot, there's gunfire going on. <laughs> I need to get out of the way. So he immediately f- takes his wheelchair, and he just floats in the air, <laughs> which actually helped me out because then I could just shoot straight under him. That but uh, he, you don't I mean, want to hit
2: civilians yeah, you no know, you know you really don't the, he just the cops
1: are brutal Yo, in this man. game the 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 night city police department they come after you but uh it's uh it's it's that's probably the funniest well one of the well,
2: funniest ones I've had I did I was watching him stream it right and this yeah. guy this guy in the wheelchair does that and then he like freezes like he's no longer moving in a very weird like nightmarish undead kind of like posture. the shiny creepy way. Way. like totally like the shiny. Yeah, yeah like like, <laughs> like he was just Frozen in time, floating up in the air, total horror movie. And Jordan leaves, and I was in chat. I was like, Jordan, you better take a picture of (laughs) this. You have one chance in your life to take a picture of a guy in a wheelchair in this pose and and how it happened, right? In retrospect, it probably wasn't the most politically correct thing to do on a stream. Sure. Because Jordan went into photo mode. (laughs) He he was like, he he took a good 20 minutes making sure the lighting was correct, (laughs) the aperture's good, you know, Uh. just like. And it was, and you did your pose, you put us yeah, in front pose,
1: of I was, I was, I, Yeah, it was, it was good.
2: It was good. It was a good picture. I'll, I'll publish it, was, it. It was funny. It was good. Know,
1: so I've gotten a lot of visual bugs. I haven't had so much of this in, in the past couple days, but at the beginning of the week and last week, I had a lot of cars. They were like halfway into the world. Oh, okay. So, they, and they were, so it looked like, they were, like yeah. they were just
0: scraping along the concrete. So your set your your bugs on your side, mostly visual bugs, any any game or mission. I did breaking have. Bugs? I will
1: have to say the funniest one. I actually don't even know if this is a bug. I think it's a bug, but it might not be. This guy just might have had enough. Okay. So <laughs> I was walking down the street and some guy just fell out of the air and died. And I looked up and there was building he might have jumped. Like I don't know. It might not and have he been just a bug. Exploded, right? Just well he just no, he plopped. And did <laughs> why didn't you record that one? I, like, I think I may have that. Uh, but it was uh, it was like I and I looked up and there was buildings up there, so I was maybe like, maybe he just had. I enough. don't. Yeah, I was like, I it don't know. It is a dystopian if, yeah, universe, yeah, I like, so I don't want to say that because I don't know if that was a bug or if that's just
0: built into the the world building. You know, that is too but, funny, but nothing game breaking for you. Well, no, mostly I, well, just I mean, I don't
1: stuff. know if you want to count this as game breaking. Uh, I haven't had any of them this week, but last week I think the hot fix they did last week may have fixed some of these. Okay, there was some times I'd get stuck in pillars and I couldn't move and I'd have to reload the save there's been other times where all of a sudden like uh, certain buttons wouldn't work like I couldn't jump or go into my menus and I'd have to reload reloading always fixed it so I don't know if you'd count those as game breaking but as soon as I reloaded it I fixed it and I was able to get back in but yeah that being said like I like I was talking about I really enjoy the game I think the core of the game is there and it's solid I think a lot of the bugs and the issues are holding this game back I think in about six months or so, this game will be where it needs to be.
0: Uh, So and be where I guess be where it should have been at launch. Do you think they one hundred percent should have delayed this again?
1: Yeah, yeah, I think they should. I mean, you can't really argue to with say it. it's ready now know? let me ask you this before we even on the the ps5 x series x and pc we're still having issues given our issues are not as bad as people that can't actually play the game yeah. right There's let me still ask you issues. this right?
0: i have a friend shout out to craig oh his wife purchased this game for him he has an xbox one he might have an xbox one x but let's just mm-hmm. say he has an mm-hmm. xbox one should he be worried or is the big pat he's getting it at christmas should he be worried about this game, or is that big patch going to to solve it for Christmas?
1: It, it's hard to say what that patch does, right? I haven't looked at the patch notes. I assume it's just all bug fixes and stabilization okay. stuff, but it's hard to say what it'll do. If this will take out a majority of the non-playable stuff that's happening, or if uh, maybe we need to wait for the January patch and the February patch. Someone asked me this question last night when I was streaming. If you have, and this is what I said, and I'll, I'll probably just give him the same advice, If you have an Xbox Series X, a PS5, or you're playing on the PC... With good hardware on the PC. Yeah. I would say, if you want to play the game, go ahead. You'll be able to play it and have fun, right? If you have an older generation console... It might be worth waiting. Even a One X, even a One X, because I've I've seen the issues on the One X as well. Really, there might. Well, yeah, because there's a substantial leap between the One X and the Series X. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, where I think I think the new consoles are essentially brute forcing through a lot of the, yeah, the issues, right?
0: Gotta love that brute force. So,
1: yeah. So, if you have a base console, and it hurts me to say this because I, I like the game and I, I want other people to enjoy it as well, because like I said, the core of the game is fun. I think if you have a, a PS4, PS4 Pro, Xbox One X, right, the, all the hey, original Xbox, maybe wait till the January patch, maybe February patch before you pick before it we up. Jump in if you have a Series X or the PC. I'd say go ahead and jump in because, from my experience, brute force, and from basically the general consensus, is is it's at least running.
0: There is its problems. Yeah, but they're not game breaking. It's
1: but it's running right. A lot of, like I said, a lot of the contention and stuff seems to be coming from those older
0: consoles. Spicy, you raise your hand. This the... patch that's coming right before Christmas. If you have an older console, you've got it for Christmas. Should you be worried? Are you
2: hopeful? So I'm gonna go ahead and say, uh, return it. Okay. Um, and the reason why I have like numbers in front of me, like I did, a, I really care about this game. Sure. And I went through and. Did, I mean, I have, like, all my notes here of all my experience and everything that's going wrong. Um, so the OG Xbox, the, the box that came out in 2013, right? Okay. On the PlayStation 4, it drops to 17 frames. That's, con- I, that's unplayable. Constantly. Yeah, that's unplayable. And um, watching how I, I watched a lot of, like, Digital Foundry stuff, they had a moment where the game just stopped for 60 seconds. frozen frozen
0: i experienced that on the series x or not the series x the one x multiple for about eight seconds right yeah and then it would continue on
2: correct this was a 60 second so we're talking not 60 frames per second we're talking one frame per 60 seconds wow (laughs) you know what i mean so um there's stuff like that it's riddled with problems for base hardware um so i would say if you have an og xbox or an og playstation i would wait until you have better hardware Okay. and that's behind one of the reasons. I mean, Sony took it off their store because yeah. it's very unplayable at the. Oh, I mean, you're talking seven year old hardware, and I looked up. This is funny because uh, because of you know I'm a Excel spreadsheet gamer. Mm. I'm I'm into this stuff. Um, the uh, the high end graphics card at the time was the GTX 780. Okay, uh, that runs this game. At twelve frames per second, <laughs> so it's just—it's so a, a beast. There is optimization, I, and when I say those numbers, that's what it's dipping down to. Yeah, so it's not like that all the time. Yeah, it's not like, like that. It. When it, all it dips, the time. that's what it's dipping down yeah. to. So, um, and that was the high-end card at the time, right? Uh, the PlayStation or the PS4 Pro, and the Scorpio um, runs at eleven eighty-eight p. And it's dynamic; it changes, but mm. it's generally at eleven eighty-eight p, and it runs at twenty-one frames per second.
0: Okay, yeah, because that's I played on the One X a good three hours, I'd say, on the One X. Yeah, had very minimal issues. The issues that I did have was the uh, freezing, but like eight and seconds, it was, and then
2: going on. It only happened twice in three hours. That's what it's dipping to again. Yeah. So it's it's it it is at thirty and twenty-eight and twenty-seven, but it's at the, at its worst. Um, it's dipping down to, to to twenty-one frames per second, right? So. Um, Also, I keep in mind that because the dynamic resolution is changing, the OG Xbox and the PlayStation are playing this at 720 or under and still hitting 17 frames per second. So they've even scaled it down which i don't know if the pc version is so no wonder there's game. no there's no issue there well there's
0: less issues it's playable it's it's your typical open world issues that you're seeing visually in the game on the series x the playstation 5 because jordan said it's just brute forces through the power it's not optimized for any of the other consoles but these have so much power it just brute forces well, that's my theory
2: right no i, th- I, mean, no, I think no i'm that's- i'm my, so what i think is this game was meant for hardware. New sure. hardware. Well, new yeah, hardware. Yeah, for yeah, next-gen hardware. It was meant for the... You know, your GTX is at least 1080. Just the think, the original
0: launch date for this was May.
2: Remember? Yeah. Well, obviously, <laughs> yeah. it was delayed because yeah. of this. Um, so, it, I'd, I think it was just, unfortunately, a product of the timing mm-hmm. of having an in-between game, last-gen versus new-gen. And I think CD Projekt Red was just optimizing it for the next gen hardware and it's a big slip through the cracks but it happened where they did not play it and test it as much as they should have on the older generation hardware which because of the limitations on access to the new gen hardware it's hard to get a playstation 5 it's hard to get a, a, a new xbox right um, so
0: most people are playing this on old consoles, on the older consoles. On the well, old, yeah, there's there's more old consoles out there than new, right? I don't
2: know how many old, old 2013 consoles there are, um, but, and, and granted, you know, you have your PlayStation Pro, and you have your, you know, your Scorpio, one, you, you know, your X yep. editions, right? The problems aren't as bad on those, but a big chunk of people have that old hardware still, and that's mm-hmm. where these issues are coming from, Right. Um, so there are issues with that. Mm, with my review, can I, am I allowed yeah, to just... Your, hey, jump, give me
0: your second impressions here now. It's
2: based on me playing this on Next Gen Hardware. On the Series yeah. X. Yeah. So um, Asterix. <laughs> correct. So And my review is kind of interesting. Me and Jordan talked pretty extensively about this game because we like this game. When I picture you guys talking,
0: I picture you in smoking, velvet smoking jackets. <laughs> In, in a library yeah. with a lot of wood mahogany. Uh, so what did you think of Gigi yeah. Street? I thought
3: <laughs>
2: <Yeah. laughs> yeah. Gigi Street is intense. <laughs> oh my gosh. Be careful there. Be careful of that street. Um, so so that's where my perspective is coming from. But I did do a lot of research on seeing what other people's perspective was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went, this is one of the few times where for a game I would go out and I went out and would see Reviews. and what people were saying, right? Like on Metacritic and stuff like that. Um, It's interesting that the initial reviews were extremely high on both sides, on uh, journalists and on people. Critics, yeah. On critics. After a couple of days, then it started flooding in with bombing, right? Bombing reviews, right? And that that makes me think that, A, journalists have access to the better hardware. Well, oh, they were—they were, they, they were sure. actually
1: only—that was another big contention. Reviewers were not allowed to review. They didn't even have console copies. They were only a lot of those reviews F- that PC came out copy. were only PC. They weren't actually allowed the See, console stuff until later, which was another big contention that people are upset with CD Projekt Red on.
2: Yeah, and I would argue the best place to play this game is on PC. Oh yeah, I, I would agree because they have setting options that that when we go through this, it's going to be one of my—I have for pros and cons here. Um, they have like a, a density setting where you can change the amount of people on crowd, the street. Yeah, crowd density. Extremely important in this game. It's way too low on, on this com- backwards compatible version of the game. Okay, and we, even we though, chatted about this. Yeah, yeah, even though the console, like the Series X, could handle it, it's it's it handles it better than I think it's the. It's up there as one of the top ways to play this game, although I would say PC is better because of these options it's been given. Mm-hmm. Because it's a backwards compatible version of this game, we do not have access to it to change oh. these settings, right? Mm-hmm. So I wanted to say what I'm about to say, because this game is very polarizing. Yeah, well, absolutely. There's, people are going to hate what I say about it sometimes, and people are going to love what I say about it sometimes because it's polarizing. If you had these issues, it, you're going to... You're going to hate this game. You're going to want to give it a zero. It doesn't deserve a zero, but you're going to want to give it a zero. Mm-hmm. For those playing on per, on ray tracing PC settings, uh, and you can crank up the settings that you want, you're probably going to say, this game is a masterpiece, right? Besides the fact that there are bugs, like mm-hmm. floating wheelchairs and stuff like that, right? <laughs> yeah, Right. And cars. Um, yeah, yeah. So I wanted to f- foreshadow what, what my opinions are on this game based upon me playing on new hardware, and I understand... The other side mm-hmm. uh, people that just straight up can't play it sure obviously you're going to oh, be yeah. mad and obviously oh, you're yeah. going to give it i would be terrible yeah yeah so so uh i consider this game now going into my review sorry i'm taking so long <laughs> into the review <laughs> now into the review this game is an onion okay it's got many layers. many like many that. layers trek <laughs> yes right. yes it's this game is trek <laughs> and because it released when it did i think it's an unripe onion <laughs> Okay, It's not yet fully ready to be peeled back. Some of the layers on the outside are brilliant. Mm. I don't think any game did did things better than this game. But as you get in and as you see the different layers, for every good thing, there is something that's holding it back. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, for example, I want to talk about the map because I think... This space that we play in, this this the playground, board, right? the, the arena, board. just just the, the night city and what's around Night City. I think it is the best map that has ever been made in any game ever.
1: Whoa. Big no, state. I would agree with it.
2: It is the verticality, I mean that- how you can enter all a majority of the buildings, the detail. I want people to that are on like new gen hardware to just stop and look around what you see. It's just it's at next a different level, level. world building. There has never been a map this good. Yeah.
1: Okay. No, I completely agree with you. I, like I, I was saying last week, I think Night City is one of the main characters in the game. One of the, of the main game. characters.
2: Yeah. There has never been a game that has a better map, period. I think so much time and dedication and detail went into this map. It blows my mind. The the garbage is that is thrown on the ground, all the different collectibles everywhere you go, it's got that Fallout vibe where there's just, you know that right there, that's unique just to this place, right, mm-hmm. you know? And and it's just, it's vertical. There's jumping puzzles. You can go sometimes through an elevator, and you didn't realize you can go into that building that's a skyscraper, but you can eventually, and it's detailed inside, right? I think the map is the best map ever. However, what holds it back is the AI unplayable characters on the map that are wandering around aimlessly. <laughs> they have no personality. And, and, and I think it's because we're on that backwards compatible version. Yeah, You mm-hmm. can't crank the density. This is night city. This is a 2077 high density place location. Yet we only see a couple people, well, sometimes the same people wandering around aimlessly, right not right behind
0: me. each other. Yeah.
2: Right. So to that greatness that pulls it back. Sure. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, I think that the first person part of the game I remember CD project red talking about this they wanted it to be first person instead of third person because they wanted that immersion mm-hmm. and there are moments in this game Jordan talked about it I think last show I think you might be talking about the same part yeah yeah that like, you because it's first person you are just entranced it's true I don't you think you' lost has, I don't think there has been a game that has had moments like that where you are that involved with characters mm-hmm. and that involved with the story because of the first person aspect, right? Um, uh, What pulls that back, that immersion, again, so that's the greatness of this game, is the bugs. Floating wheelchairs. <laughs> Floating wheelchairs <laughs> rip you right out of the game, yeah. right? The immersion. You're the immersion. no longer in a city. You're no longer experiencing this. You're in a game. Yeah, correct. Well, that happens. Uh, the next thing I'm just gonna go quickly. Like I don't a want cold to take, dash of water. <laughs> I, I know we're ta- I know I know we're talking about this a lot, but I think no, it's yeah, important. Yeah, yeah. Take your time b- because this is important about how the gaming industry is right now in between consoles. Right? Um, I find that the gunplay is awesome. Oh, I think it's, it's crunchy. I think it's oh, heavy. and the, the first time I got a good sniper, and the first time I shot that shot, and the heaviness of that boom, yeah. and it. It felt good, and then the how you lean around corners I, I do seamlessly. Part, yeah. that, I think every game should have that. It's that to me
0: is what Apex did with pinging. This game is going to do with leaning. Yeah, because it's, it's automatic. It's natural. It never messes up. It never messes up for me, and it it just works well.
1: Well works really well. And what's cool about mine sorry if you don't mind Go me for jumping it. in Go for it. Yeah. is there's actually for for me, the build that I have, there's a perk where I gain bonus damage from leaning While out leaning. behind cover. Correct. So so it's it basically it it's it makes me want to do it
0: more, right? So for those of you who have not yet played the game, there's a mechanic in this game where when you're crouched or you're at a corner It's auto leaning. And, and you're you aim it will, lean, it will automatically lean you around that corner so that you're not exposed, yeah. and it works flawlessly. Well, was, it's, it's a really good—it's just so natural. It has a really natural feel to it.
1: Games have done this before. I I, I forget what—I want to say it was one of the Battlefield games, but it, it didn't work great in that game. Same with—there uh, was another game that did it. But in this game, it works fantastically. Like I said, there's that perk that I signed up for, and I do it all the time, and it looks—not only does it look cool, but it just works—
2: like you said, flawlessly yeah. for, for, for me. Awesome. I think the gunplay and how the guns work and how you can upgrade them, I, I think it's just an amazing... It's awesome. Can I, say, can I
1: say what were they? Yes. they? They went for the Gears of War sniper headshots. I don't know if you guys have shot in someone's head off <laughs> Well, yet, I've shot the house off with Johnny Silver. And, yeah. <laughs> but uh, Gears of War style, uh, things explode.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, so the greatness of the gunplay is pulled back again by... The Fallout 3, which is a great <laughs> game, the Fallout 3 AI on these bad guys, Yeah. right? They are just dumb. The I'm not talking about the aimless corpses walking around in the streets. That there's 15. You're of the talking same about
0: distinct battles. Uh,
2: distinct battles. Um, I think the AI needs work. Uh, to solve that, what I ended up doing, I mean, I played on hard originally, anyways. Um, but I've seen gameplay of. Playing on difficulty normal. If you play on normal, you have game genie in this game. You can just walk forward with a sword and kill everything. Mm. This game should be merged a little bit to have it say normal is super easy, and hard is standard. Oh, so
0: hard should be hard should be the standard. Yeah. Okay. Because
2: you really, I mean. Role playing games generally are hard up front and as you unlock things you get more to your play style the game becomes more comfortable etc right it gets God easier mode. as you play yeah. yeah you start off as you can't die and and you literally just have to press the joystick forward and slice and dice <laughs> and once you get your first katana it's awesome yeah. right you're right <laughs> so uh, i think the game should be a standard at at hard if you're going to play this i think it's way more fun the enemies Are harder to handle you have to be far more strategic dealing with snipers and stuff like that Um, anyways uh, on top of that uh, I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna wrap this up really quick because I don't want to talk about this forever I think that the story and the voice acting is amazing oh I think hundred percent CD project red did an excellent job on the voice acting I mean and Keanu bless his heart I don't think he's the best speaker (laughs) right but I love him to death, and that's kind of why I like him because he talks a little like this, yeah. you know. And but he did such a good job. I I he did an amazing job in this game. I think I think he's the star, one of the stars of the show. Uh, amongst the other actors too, they did an excellent voice acting job. The story's great. Um, oh, overall, okay. So where
0: do you put this right
2: now? Yeah, there's layers upon layers. I think this game should not have been released when it did. I think it should not have been released for the older consoles, the 2013 consoles.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Even maybe even the Scorpios and the PS4 Pros. Like just a next-gen game. I think it should have been a next-gen game. Do you
0: think they should have said, okay, we're releasing it at our at our date that we said, December 10th for next-gen, for previous consoles. It is coming And then have the date a a month later, the end
2: of January. It's an interesting question because Witcher 3, when it came out, it was buggy. It was really buggy. And it was like when you turned on that hair mode for Geralt, (laughs) it was... NVIDIA, the NVIDIA hair. It was the crisis of games. It would chug your systems. Well, if
0: you remember, the big... uh, People forget Witcher is seen really fondly, but they forget the... The controversy surrounding Witcher was that what was shown off was was not actually what the gameplay was. It was yeah. a, a super high PC version, not actually the console version, if you remember. Yeah. And that was a big controversy when the game launched.
2: Correct. And I think it's just how CD Projekt Red operates. Because I'm going to say a statement that's going to offend a lot of people, but other people may get it. Okay. I think in one year, this is going to be one of the greatest games ever made. I yeah. can see that. Yeah. I think in
0: one year it will be. It, it definitely, like Jordan said, the soul is there, the spirit is there. Yeah, you can you can see the greatness there. It's just it just. Do needs you think some help. in a world this big that you need it to go live in order to to fix to find and fix a majority of the bugs, or well, do they just need I more mean, time. Th-
1: the bugs we're dealing with here, I think was a. I think they wanted to get it. I don't know what exactly they were doing internally, but. I think they knew the state of the game, especially on the
2: older consoles.
0: Yeah, on the older consoles, of course.
2: So Witcher 3, okay? Um, I looked up some dates because, like I said, I did a lot of research because I I love this game, Um, and I love Witcher 3. Witcher 3 released May 2015, had a lot of bugs. Yeah, I think weren't the first three patches bug patches? Correct. It had a lot of bugs, a lot of issues. Um, Also, something to note that's different on this release is they weren't dealing with old hardware. It, they had what? What yeah, they had they were was two years old, the so they had enough time to make sure that there wasn't this uh, one one can of worms. One, yeah, okay, correct. So it came out with bugs, just like we're seeing. It's similar to what we're seeing now with our release copy on our new hardware. Sure, it's it's those very kind similar, of bugs, which okay. are fairly standard. Maybe not in the amount, but that type of bug is
0: standard on these on giant open world games.
2: Correct. Um, so uh, it released in May twenty fifteen. The expansion, Hearts of Stone, came out in October 2015. Yeah, it was just six months, wasn't it? Six that's months. Right, and yeah. then another six months in May 2016, Blood and Wine came oh, out. That was wow, great. That's that's just, that was just pow, 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 pow. So one year, and it became the greatest game, I, in my opinion, the greatest game ever made. Okay. Yeah. I, I think the same thing, this is, it may be controversial, because this game has a lot of heat and a lot of hate right now. I think in one year this game is going to be on the top, one of the top of the list. We
0: do live in an age where an initial review is does it matter? We we had this discussion on the channel last week in one of our videos, YouTube.com forward slash X1 Bros, and it was. Have has Cyberpunk broken reviews? And at the time, the reviews were all over the place. And now, you know, a, a week out, two two weeks out, we kind of see with good reason they kind of are all over the place because depending on how you played, where you played, it really what patch de- you had, what patch you had, stuff. really determines your experience in this game. However. When all is said and done, I'm not sure reviews really matter anymore for games. Let's, let's take a game like No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky... Well, released, mattered in the first six months. Yeah, released to terrible, terrible. But we live in an age where with the internet, with the tools and resources available to us and to video games, and with perpetual support and investment... That game is one of the best games space sp- it's the sure. standard really for space flight simulator mm-hmm. space arcade simulator games that's out there today. Witcher, you just went over it. it, kind of had a similar experience. I think this will have a similar experience. However, having said that, I do think I don't think it is a good precedent. No, no. no. For sure, gamers no. to be so excited for a game to purchase their game up front. And then particularly if you're not so, not someone that was able to get this new generation of hardware, the, the game just doesn't work for you. Yeah, that is that that is completely unacceptable See, to me. See, and that's
2: the variable that wasn't with Witcher 3. They were not dealing with old hardware. Well, it was strictly
1: just, I mean, what is this one? They released over nine different consoles. The Witcher 3 was literally three.
0: PC, PlayStation, Xbox. And so, and the thing with No Man's Sky is, no, no Man's Sky just didn't have the features. It wasn't a broken yeah. game. So, this is a little bit different. And, and I think that that's, I, also, and I do think that justifies a little bit of the rage that is out there. I, I do sure. think it's justifiable oh, no, no. to the I, point that I, I think uh, CD Projekt Red did the right thing in saying, look, if you're not r- willing to wait for the patches and you're on these consoles, then we will refund your money. Absolutely.
2: And, mm-hmm. pl- and if you're Sony, you just don't want to deal with the hassle. Well, well I think, we, think, I think something we think there's happened. a little back yeah. and forth. So, slapping what? Because there. there's been a lot that's happened this week. Sony, uh, C-
1: CD Project Red is going through a little bit of a.
2: Can we. I don't. Just in case you haven't heard, Sony pulled oh. CD Project Red from their entire. Uh, yeah. Well, Cyberpunk. Uh, yeah, CD. Well, <laughs>
0: Bef- <laughs> before. They- so, pulled Cyberpunk <laughs> from
2: their stores. You yeah. cannot get. Uh, uh, which is funny because now it's an Xbox. Digital exclusive, yeah. yeah, without even having to pay for it. Yeah, it just became exclusive. <laughs> yeah. That was the plan no, all along. So
1: they they've been having a, a PR mm. nightmare crisis. Crisis, yeah. Crisis. They I I don't know if it's the t- translation. You know what I mean? Okay. Because they're they're they're, they're from uh, I believe it's Poland, uh, right? So and all. Anyway, but what had happened is, is CD Projekt Red came out and they basically they they're, they're essentially saying that they're taking responsibility. The executives are taking responsibility for how the game is. We're dedicated to fix it, blah blah blah, all I like this that. stuff, right? You know, all this all this basically the good stuff you want to hear, right? Sure. They did say if you're not happy with the game, go ahead and refund it. The problem with that is what happened is everybody flooded to the stores to refund it, especially if you're on the base consoles, right? And and I think most of it was from those base consoles. Um Sony in all honesty, We're just being honest here. Has a terrible refund policy. So, and when I say terrible, yeah, digital refund policy. And when I say terrible refund policy, I mean it basically doesn't exist. (laughs) Like if you buy a game and you play three seconds of that game, it's yours. Done deal. It's yours. Done. So that being said, when CD Projekt Red came out with that tweet that said, "Hey, if you bought the game, please, you know, and you feel like you need a refund, go to your stores, whether that be Microsoft, Sony, or your local retailer, and get a refund." Right. So what happened was gamers were going back, particularly on Sony, to get these refunds. And Sony was, from what I understand, not doing it because their refund policy, like I said, is essentially non-existent. Sure. So then it's making Sony look bad. So what we think happened
0: is Sony said, all "All right, let's just
1: remove the game from the store. Yeah. And I did did see something today on Twitter. I think there was some, because CD Projekt Red had a big meeting with all their employees and stuff today, and everything's basically public now. There was a question asked about it, and th- I think they said something about them and Sony came to an agreement. Okay, and and Sony pulled it, but I think that agreement was Sony was mad that they were the ones being made look bad.
0: They they, they kind of you know slapped slapped them a little bit. Yeah, and, they, and said, hey, we're listen, taking it off. And I do want to it. mention Freaky Ro. Welcome, Freaky Ro. It's so good to see you by the way in chat. Says, uh, working at GameStop, we got an internal email about how we aren't taking returns on opened games as a result of this. So it was... And Cyberpunk did say, do this first,
1: and then if not... Yeah, Cyberpunk did say, contact them if you have trouble. There was just a lot of confusion, basically. So now what had happened is, is Sony is giving refunds, and then they did take the game off the store. Yeah. For the time being. And what's interesting about it is they took the game off... PlayStation 5 as well like because I think the Sony store is all in one probably okay. very similar to the Microsoft store so y- even if you have a PlayStation 5 where the game is
0: playable it's, or, or you more playable you right get it you still can't get it
1: it's completely gone until further notice
0: right so Mo- before I move on moving on from from Can I just say yes. I love the game too
2: amen that's amen. what I, I love the game I want it to succeed can and I, it will
0: can I ask a question I just
1: want your guys opinion do you think this game took a lot of heat because of the success of Witcher
2: 3 well, there was. I mean, everyone that played The Witcher three hyped this game. Well, up. yeah. I mean, myself included. Then, when you go to play it, if you have an OG Xbox, yeah. and it's playing the way that it's playing, unplayable. Un- yeah. You, I, you're mad. You'd be frustrated. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. mad. You'd be frustrated. Because if you think back to The Witcher, because we got Witcher
1: on day one, because we've been Witcher fans since uh, uh, two, uh, two, since well, two, one. We went. Oh uh, yeah, one. I went back and played one, but we got into it after number two, which was an Assassins of Kings, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, a really good one. And if you remember like like we talked about The Witcher had its problems at launch too. Now whether they were as bad as this, I mean, I think this is probably a little bit worse because it's unplayable on some consoles. But I think a lot of the a lot of what and like you said this too Mark, a lot of what people are remembering about The Witcher is a year after release. Correct. You know what I mean?
0: Like I don't remember I'd be curious essentially on, the bugs. Yeah, and I'd be curious <laughs> on the sales numbers on Witcher 3. When they peaked, when they bumped up, was it an initial pop mm-hmm. at release, or was it over time as word got out?
2: Well, and keep in mind the expansions. I, I have oh, this in yeah. my notes too, but we never talked about it. Um They're bigger than the base game. Yeah, Ooh, they're huge. they that blows they my mind. like we'll add wine. two point five times. The hours you put in it originally with, and, on a big game, right? And so. the thing is, is they're
1: good. They're very good. <laughs> like, Hearts of Stone was an incredible story. Blood and Wine was amazing. but And th- th- all that being said, I'm not, th- David said this, I'm not defending CD Projekt Red in the state that they released this, because I do think it's unfortunate, and I don't agree with
0: releasing a buggy game. Well, there's one thing extent. buggy. It's another thing unplayable. Well,
1: I mean, I, I, I mean bugs suck, right? I mean, yeah. I want to buy a game that works, right? Although some of the bugs are funny <laughs> like, and they bring joy you? to the game, a good majority of them hurt the immersion of the game, right? So I'm not saying buggy releases are okay because they're not. What I'm saying is in spite of that, the core of the game, Cyberpunk 2077, is still really good. And I'm very interested to see in the next six months to a year where this game is and, and what it brings.
2: Sure. So, So the next three months... To six months is going to be patch, 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 followed by an amazing expansion, followed by another six months followed by an amazing does expansion, this making this one of the best games ever made. That's my prediction.
0: Okay, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. I also am curious on the time frame. Does this push back us getting the next gen patch? I'm sure it does. Yeah, it for does. the next, which is unfortunate that, because it's a, unfortunate,
2: but it's come on, give give people playable games if they. Yeah. If I'm not going to lie. Gonna release it on those.
0: I'm not going to lie. Watching this, this is PC with ray tracing 4K 60 that we're watching here. For those of you that are listening, it looks beautiful. I kind of want to wait for this experience. This this game
2: is meant for new hardware.
0: Yeah, this Mm. is the experience I want right here. It's beautiful. Why it take so much time? By the way, no, no, I think, no, it's, I think it's appropriate, it. and I think it was needed. It's basically on this. all everybody's been talking about this week. Before yeah, yeah, yeah. before we jump into some of the next discussion points here, I, we did have some super chats that I want to catch up on. DJ Hero, thank you for the super chat. He says a game about corporations taking over, being forced to be released by a corporation early. Irony. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. DJ Hero, thank you very much. Butt Pounder 420 says, "I want this world with obsidian mechanics." That would, I think we're I think what we're seeing going to see is worlds take on this next level that we're seeing here with CD Project Red. And that is very exciting. Yes. yes.
1: Oh sorry, I, I didn't know if you were done yet. I was just gonna say, just to Awkward confirm moment. David mentioned at the beginning the patch that came out, the one point zero five sure. for Cyberpunk uh, that came out today is it was a 15 like, gig. Like we said, it is a a Bug patch, right? So just, just to confirm that with you. It's so I think the one on huge list I've, of bug I've fixes. I bet
0: you, I would be willing to bet, and this is where I think I'm a little bit more hopeful because the it's a big patch on the 23rd. I think. Is there another patch coming on the 23rd, or is this the patch? This that we're is the big with? one. Yeah, the, the patch that you talked about.
1: Well, no, no, I think this might be that patch.
0: Oh. we, we no, were no, just, I we thought were just we were talking. getting another one on the 20th. No,
1: no, 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 that was just what we were talking about before this patch came out. Oh, we didn't know the date. I, I'll mind. look it up. Never mind, we can look
0: it up. We'll talk yeah. about it later. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the, it sounds like that's the pre-holiday patch. Everybody's going to
0: go home for the holidays yeah. and then come
1: back in January. Oh, I
0: see. Okay. We just didn't know mm. when this patch was coming. Regardless. I would be curious if this patch fixed some of those issues on the Xbox, OG Xbox, and PlayStation. It's, I would imagine that's got to be the priority, correct?
2: I mean, They're probably leaning you have that to way. optimize the crap out of it. I mean, 15 gigs dro- is nothing to shake a stick at. It's dropping to 17, <laughs> F- 17 FPS, If man. it were me, If it were
0: me, my priority, I don't give a damn about the bugs. My priority is getting it stable on those original consoles. Yeah, I think it's First a balance, and foremost. right?
1: Because you got to, I mean...
0: No, because bugs, bugs... You know, having someone having someone float in front of you uh, every so often on a mission—that's that's kind of par for the course. Again, in open world games, it's ridiculous, yes, but, but it's open it's, world games. But it's still playable, and yeah. that's whereas right now with frame rate drops and freezing and stuff like that, it's just not playable. That would be my number one concern. Yeah. I'd be curious if this patch did that. It is the end of the year, guys. Thank you everybody who has joined us over the year. Thank you everybody who's joined us. Uh, it was a big year. To recap, we started the year. Rolling hot and heavy Mm. on Mixer.
2: Oh, that's (laughs) what a different life. Yeah. January was was
0: a different time. (laughs) January was a different time. January to May (laughs) was a different time. We were over on Mixer. Mixer no longer exists. It's no longer in the ether. If you go there, it sends you to Facebook gaming. Yeah, that's correct. And now we're on YouTube. And YouTube has been a big upgrade for the community YouTube has introduced us to a lot of new community members, so welcome to everybody uh, who has joined I'm gonna us I'm going to go to the Mixer year. website real quick and see what happens. <laughs> I haven't been there in a while.
2: It sends you to Facebook. I wonder if it still gaming.
0: redirects you or if they just got rid of it. But welcome, and thank you everybody who has joined us as a member on YouTube, who has supported Mm. us uh, over uh, wherever you've supported us. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. We love you guys. This community, 2020 is seen as like this crappy year of everything that's happened, and I think that the X1 Bros community has been a bright spot for a lot of members of the community, but for a lot of us looking to the community for a bright spot. So thank you everybody who has helped to make the X1 Bros community what it is in 2020. We're excited for 2021. We're excited for the community. We're excited for the direction, which is definitely up, <laughs> yeah. up and out yeah. for the X One Bros. So thank you very much. We we appreciate each and every one of you. Let's talk about game of the year now. Oh. The X One Bros. Game of the year. Let's let me go over. We had we we had a question drop on the community channel over on YouTube youtube.com forward slash x1 bros and then if you go on the community tab we dropped a question what is your guys we want to know what is your contenders for game of the year spicy
2: let's start with you do you want to do this or do you want to do the community first do you want to do mine first well okay let me let me pull up the community here because i'm curious I'm curious on if I forgot a game. <laughs> <laughs> I have my list, but so I want to be... Ch- we're just
0: rolling through, and there are some obvious ones. I mean, there's there's some big ones. Slick and Twisted said, my vote... Goes to Cyberpunk 2077. He says, I don't care what anyone says. I have had little to no problems with the game, although I can't wait for the optimized version on Series X. He is playing on the Series X. I think overall it still looks great and feels great, too. Cyberpunk 2077 isn't just my game of the year, but it could be my favorite RPG of all time. Really, really enjoying it. New hardware. New hardware. Mm -hmm. I think that we, I mean, Spicy just said he thinks it's going to be one of the greatest games of all time. Uh, after after everything is fixed, so slick and twisted. There you go. Bradley Compte says he has enjoyed AC Valhalla. Is he's enjoyed that a lot? It's the most enjoyable game that he's uh, played this year. Pandemic says this technically released in 2019, but he wanted to mention it. Jedi Fallen Order. He loved it, and it's now on Game yeah. Pass. But didn't it so release? A just after the. It released end of November. So it wasn't eligible for the official game awards. And then what I are you talking about? It. We are the official. We are, game are that's award. right. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry.
1: We are the official.
0: I think putting we, that on my list. I think go, we actually. I think, I think
1: I picked it for. It was in my top three, Yeah, I believe. We got to go back to this. I really year. enjoyed it.
0: Uh, see, here, here's the thing. Now, Captain Obvious. Said Skyrim because it came to Game Pass and he just started playing it. <laughs> Skyrim is amazing.
2: <laughs> hey, that's yeah, good. That's a good one. I think you are eight years, seven years? Yeah, seven years. He, we found, are, he
0: found a loophole. We are living in this, in this world where we have so many games that are perpetual and that are coming with so many updates throughout, um, you know, every year in and year out. And so the game completely changes. I'll get a uh, Destiny as an example of that. Uh, but TB. Left a message, and he said, I just discovered Sea of Thieves. My mate, he's a normally a PS guy, bought a Series S just for it, and we started playing Sea of Thieves. That is his game of the that's year. Gu- that's and good. And that that totally, to- absolutely counts. Uh, we do have a Watch Dogs Legion by Mango Kai. Watch Dogs, yeah.
2: AC Origins, uh, Brian F. again. Oh, we're doing... Are you talking about not Game of the Year now? Now it's like... No, this is still Game of the Year. I think because of Game Pass... People are hitting people the backlog.
0: People are hitting the backlog. they Game of the
1: Year. Yeah. Okay, Ex- yeah. That's how exactly. it should
2: work. Yes.
0: You
1: know? Well, that's the nice thing about Game of the Year is because every, everybody's going to have something different, right? You know, yeah. I guarantee the three of us are going to have something
0: different. We have, we have a couple more cyberpunks that people left, a couple more Jedi Fallen Orders, and Gears Tactics. That by was a killer, good one. by killers heaven, that was a really good one. Or killers heaven, sorry, gears tactics, tactics which good. is really fabulous. Fun. Well done. In chat, Randall B said Ori and Will of the Wisps is up there. Mrs McSpicy said Tetris Effect is my pick. Fantastic, fantastic. Will of the Wisps as well. Super Shocker says Game Eternal or Doom Eternal is his game of the year. Doom Eternal also another really good game. That brings us to Spicy, Mr McSpicy, game of the year, game of 2020 on the Xbox. The Xbox. I guess technically be one, but you know, we could go Series X because that
2: released by the, before the end of the year. Can game I do of a, the year? Can I do an out of nowhere underdog for me? You can go an out of nowhere. One that surprised you. One that surprised me, but it's not my game of the year. Sure. But it's give it to me. Star Wars Squadrons. Ah, that very nice. you know, that that, very is, nice. that was a surprise, that wasn't it? Came out of nowhere how much fun I had playing that game. That was a very frustrating surprise, <laughs> wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And and I'm not alone. <laughs> Apparently they're making DLC and, yeah, and, new, that, maps and stuff. new maps and new maps when they had posts where they said, nah, we're done. Yeah. Remember they, when yeah, they released, that's right, when they were like, yeah, you're not gonna, you're not going to get that s- point. Oh, she is what people, you get. People yeah. like this game, but now they are because, uh, because it was excellent. Okay. So I did not know Jedi fallen order was in the running.
1: Okay. I think you picked it last year too, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, I think, so I th- I think, I think we all picked so it. Should in I, a list, should I so. not I
2: don't think we should include I, it, but I, I think,
0: think it was my 2019. I think a lot of people included it because the Game Awards didn't include it last yeah. year. So,
2: okay. But if it was that good, you can give it two years in a row. So, <laughs> <laughs> this said, when I looked up games that came out in 2020, because I forget how many there were.
0: Yeah, there's a ton.
2: I did not. You'll have to tell me if this game. Game was March of twenty twenty. Okay, Call of Duty Warzone.
0: Yes, yeah, that was that was this year.
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna say, I'm probably gonna say that's your game of
0: year. I don't blame you. I mean, when you look at what it's done for the battle royale space, I think it is the. The top tier game right now in the battle, it is leading the charge in battle royale and changing things. They brought the gulag, they brought yeah. reviving your friends, dropping crates. They changed so much in that
2: genre. You've
0: yeah. got to give it to them.
2: I think that's it because I went through the list and I I enjoy like I enjoy Battle Toads. I love that game. Right, Gears Taxi- Tactics was mentioned. Really right, good, Valhalla yeah. I enjoy, but I gotta say Call of Duty Warzone. Just what they brought to that genre, I think. It's, it's, I like it. it. That's Solid. It. Well yep. done.
0: Well well done. Jordan men Yeah. Let's go to you. Your game
2: of the year. It would have been Jedi Fallen Order, though.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I actually, funny enough, I agree with Mark. I think Call of Duty Warzone well is done. probably, I've, I've put a lot of hours into it. It's really fun. I think they did exactly what Apex did when it released in Battle Royale. Changed, they, changed the game. For, Fortnite was the top dog, and in some respects they still are. <laughs> Warzone came out. And it shook things up, and now and now they're one of the top dogs, How is right?
0: Call of Duty going to do this? How are they going to do it successfully? Uh, and not only did they meet meet, meet expectations, but there were no expectations because it's like, I don't know if they could do this. They exceeded every expectation. No, I they think.
1: really did. They really did. And I think what does it for me is, because this is what I was worried about initially, is support for the game. They have continuously supported it. They've done Halloween events. They did crazy... Uh, story events leading up to Black Ops to get yeah. everybody hyped right they did a lot of cool stuff and i think they deserve it yeah.
2: it's 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 really it's really well done super shocker in chat says tw- 215 gig <laughs> game of the year <laughs> yeah, yeah. but true. it is
1: nice now that black ops came out cuz you can choose just to only install, install <laughs> Warzone you don't have to install the whole game
0: my game of the year is going to surprise you and it's because of the way that game pass works mm-hmm. and game pass for pc okay this game is not on console, but it is on the Xbox ecosystem. For me, it is Microsoft Flight Simulator. Oh, okay. I think it is no, I, I, a, a top, top PC game at the moment. I think that it was in is. my top three. I think it is. This drops on in summer of this next that's year, so one. technically I could get two years in a row, game of the year. But I think it's <laughs> I think it's a console <laughs> seller. I think it's a Game Pass seller. I was a big fan of Microsoft Flight Simulator as a kid. This game is exactly what a modern flight simulator game should be is it's so much fun to fly with your friends it's so much fun to just fly experience the planes
2: each plane feels different it takes skill do you know what's fun to do in that game yeah just google fun places to visit yeah and then get the gps which you can't copy so go to google maps and then you can copy the GPS coordinates and you can throw that into your flight plan and then you can be there. Yeah. And you can... Yeah, you went to Chernobyl, didn't you? <laughs> I did, I did. That's, that's not a very pleasant place. <laughs> I just I say it. I you just, can go there. I heard it wasn't very good. They are now... Was your, was your Geiger tra- meter just <laughs> off the... <laughs> <laughs> they now do have some vegetation and buildings. Oh, okay. Are there-ish? ish Maybe we should... Uh- Mutated animals. Yeah. Mutated animals out there. So yeah, I did visit Chernobyl because I was curious. Yeah. Uh no, but there's and that I, is extremely fun to do. Just yeah. to, I was like, I don't even need to go outside anymore.
1: Well and what's funny is with the type of year everybody had, with travel being closed down, you literally was perfect were timing. able to
0: travel. You know? It was, it was and there great. is just something relaxing about sitting in the cockpit you hear the sounds you you see it's just Mm. it's beautiful it's it's a really good game for those of you who don't have game pass ultimate or don't have a pc to play this game on i promise you if you have a series x then they have said that this will be the best as as good of a version as you would ever get on the x on the pc it's coming straight over to the series x you're going to experience the exact same thing it's very exciting and the fact on a controller it works wonderful. It feels good on a controller, so don't worry about that. You can also get Joystick and... and hold I have uh, yeah, my really Thrustmaster. Master. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. I
2: have a pretty good setup. Yeah, I that's think that's a, the best game for the Thrustmaster.
0: Yeah, but that's my game of the year. I think those are solid picks. Warzone, Microsoft Flight Simulator. We've got, I mean, the community had some good ones. It's been a good year, really, for gaming, which is, it's fun to look back and just see mm-hmm. how good of a year it's yeah. been. We also posed a question, guys. Over in, over in chat on the community page on YouTube, since we are at the end of a generation. Technically, there's no more generations, but the Xbox One generation is over, and we are moving on to the Series X generation. We pose the question, game of the generation. Let's go through and read some of the comments from chat for those, uh, or from, from who... From listeners who replied here, sorry. Praise the sun, he said. Cyberpunk, other than the bugs, it's amazing. And McSpicy again reiterating the fact that you think that that is a true statement yet to be
2: realized. Oh yeah, give it a year. Yeah, mm-hmm. and 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 play it on new hardware.
0: <laughs> Pedro Pedro Ramos says Red Dead Redemption is an amazing world, an amazing story. It was hard to play a game after that experience for a while. I would agree with that. The things mm-hmm. they did with the story and that the emotion, especially if you were attached to Red Dead Redemption. The emotional strings that they pulled. and Right the, there
2: at the end, climbing that mountain. I'm not going to say what happens, but yeah. damn. And the intensity. It was a fantastic.
0: One of the best stories that Rockstar has done or the best story that Rockstar has done.
1: That's an interesting question. I'll be honest.
0: I really like Nico from Grand Theft Auto <laughs> 4. Like, yeah. I really like him. But overall, storytelling, what where do you think this lies? Well, no, at?
2: it's just, it's hard to say because... It's its almost a it's different
1: like, story. To, I don't know, because I really like the John Marston story in the first game as well. Yeah. That's a tough one. I'll really have to sit... Uh, like, sit okay, we'll come back to it. Yeah, no, sit and think about
2: that think, about, think about, like...
0: Feel like you guys need to put on your smoking jackets. No, yeah, well. but I oh, mean, a good, let's yeah. talk, let's
2: let's talk about directors <laughs> with philosophical. Let's talk about like, like movie directors when they're good. They're good, and they they it's not like they can't make multiple masterpieces. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. I, I agree. I, and Rockstar, but if they you, tell good stories and they tell them well, regardless of what game, yeah, even their even the, probably one of their worst games, which I w- was just saying something. L.A. Noir. I was just going to say L.A. Noir, I didn't. There were. There were still indiv- okay. Individual yeah, storylines that is, were interesting, but the overall story was like, Meh. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't like bad. It wasn't bad, but you, you take like, let's, let's go back to some of their roots, like the Warriors. Okay. One of my favorite games of all time. Of all time. It mm. is so good. And they, what they did, they took a game from a, from a movie from the seventies, 70s, late seventies. 70s, And they filled in the gaps of what happened in different scenes of that movie. That's cool. And I actually didn't even know it was a movie when I played the game. That is cool. (laughs) And then I go back and watch the movie and it blew my mind how good Rockstar took a game and then changed, added their own story to it and made the movie better because of how good they were at storytelling, right? So what I'm saying is I think... I think a, a good cookie is a good cookie, Agreed. and I I don't know if I can Agreed. say
0: that. Now we have multiple Game of the Generations. We have multiple people who are Red Dead Redemption too. Well, it so was it's good. It's definitely top three. Well, I think they consensus did, wise. They did
1: things in that game that attached you to like, for example, if your horse died in that game, it was gone. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that that little feature, for me. Attached me to my horse like I had a bond with my horse. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And horse travel in that game was pretty vital because it was It really know, was. It was it was, you know, an open world. But I think there's only one other game where I've been that attached to a horse. Ah, uh, and I know what one you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, and I'll tell you, if anybody ever touched Roach,
0: yeah, Roach I went
1: crazy. Yeah. You, the Witcher you, Three. Yeah, that's the only other game yeah. I've ever been like, this is my horse. Get away from it.
0: And <laughs> I love <laughs> how Geralt
2: that's like yeah. I name all my horses <laughs> Roach. <brother. laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
3: But yeah, yeah, if anybody uh, comes close to that horse, yeah, yeah, that's tear him a new one. Now we
2: have a
0: lot of people that again, a lot of people said Red Dead Redemption 2. I'm going to mention one in here, Titanfall 1. Uh Doom Master Doom chief says it's absolutely the best Titanfall game and it was very underrated. It was I it recently really was, yeah. uh it recently got brought to Steam as well and is doing pretty good. Titanfall is very underrated shooter. It it when people say, "Oh, well, I'll just play Apex." If you go back and play it, it has a different feel than Apex. Apex is an evolved feel of Titanfall. Titanfall has Titans that drop, which is just this crazy gameplay mechanic that works. And it works really well. Again, we got We did get a couple Titanfall 2s. Two, Destiny, we got, I
1: think there's a few Destinies in there as well.
0: We got, yeah, Destiny. I actually think Destiny would be up there which for if, a big if you contender. Remember. Because it changed. I mean... It has defined a generation yeah. in all reality.
1: Well, and if you remember, people were giving it, in hindsight, in my opinion, maybe a little bit unfair review scores, yet it was the most played game Yeah. every time you logged on to your Xbox, right? Yeah.
0: So, agreed. That was an interesting uh, one. Hey, Trish actually said Destiny 2 for her is one. And last last but not least, we had Brian F. who said PUBG for the Battle Royale genre. I think PUBG has defined yeah. a generation of gaming as well, and gamers. They did. They were the original Absolutely, and they just—they're updated. They just brought a new map to their game and everything this week. I mean, so it's when you look back at the generation of the Xbox One, it's ripe and it's rich, and there's a lot of fantastic games
2: there. We Super Shocker in chat says Rainbow Six spanned pretty much the entire generation, generation. yeah, Yeah. and still going, still going, and
0: going strong. I think it's 120 frames. It's one of the the funnest competitive shooters. Super Shocker says Grand Theft Auto Five as well should be in there. Technically, that's a last-gen game that has spanned two <laughs> but generations. It released,
2: it released it a did. version on, on the new and Grand gen. Theft, I actually think and they're going to have a mobile on, version soon.
0: Grand Theft Auto Online really, really released its generation too, and again, has defined a generation in that style of gameplay as well. So many games. spicy. I mean, you've talked about this. I think we know both Spicy and Jordan's answer. Let's start with Jordan, then.
1: You all know my answer. I, I Mark said it earlier. It's one of the greatest games ever made. I think it's a one of the greatest games ever made, and that would be The Witcher Three. So, which is kind of ironic considering the predicament that CD Projekt Red is in right
2: now. But <laughs> which, which, remember, <laughs> it wasn't the best when it launched, but uh, it became the best later, right? No, so. I,
1: I, I think that game was was. I know they've said they've made statements like they want uh, Cyberpunk to be their crowning jewel of this generation, and and in the future that very well may be. But I think that game is the crowning jewel of that their that studio. You know what I mean? It is. It's amazing. It's fantastic. The way the story interweaves with the side content, the way the quests interweave with the main story, I think we can all say the Bloody Baron quest line is is one of the best quests that leads off to, into. Well, it's also my opinion one of the best
2: side quests
1: in a game ever made. That right? quest,
2: that's what starts you out. David's played it like fifteen times. <laughs> yes. I have. It, it I have like you. thirty hours in the well, game. Just and I've the never amount made a of like quest. moral and eth- ethic shock. Of choices in a terrible yeah. time, in a terrible place. It's almost like there is no well, good choice. And that that quest alone. And the reason I bring that, that
1: one up, the bloody Baron quest line. That quest alone. I came into that quest not liking that guy, and through the character development of that quest chain, by the you end of it, go
2: okay. I guess. Like he was.
1: Kinda, <laughs> I kind of. He was. He was a friend. You know what I mean? You get the character development of that game with just side characters is phenomenal. The way the the way the world felt alive when you'd go to the cities, even out in the wildlands with hunting beasts. We actually talked about this because we were playing Cyberpunk. We were talking about the Codex. In The Witcher, <laughs> yeah. it was the same thing. It was the Bestiary. And what I liked about The Witcher is a Witcher is a monster hunter. So let's say there's a griffin over here that we got to go hunt. You actually have to go into your Bestiary and research and read about the griffin to figure out its weaknesses. The game doesn't just tell you. You and- have to go in and read and research. <laughs> And
2: basically, you're a witcher, right? You have to do your job to efficiently defeat this beast. And what's amazing about that game, which I don't think any other game did, is you played that monster once. <laughs> you know, yeah. like you have to do your research and take out this monster, but you really, it was not. Repl- it was not a. Repl- you know, other games you would play, you'd, you'd be introduced to a character or like an a, a baddie, right? A. a a monster, and then you'd see like 1500 of them for the rest of the game, mm-hmm. right? This, you have to do your research, you have to figure out its weaknesses, you prep for it, you fight it, you beat it, you take the trophy, you bring it in, you get money for it because people hired you to take out that yeah. monster. But then you get to do that again with another character, like another bad monster, and then another monster, and another, mon- mm-hmm. another monster, and there's no repeatability. It is completely playable from start to finish because. And you're never feeling bored because they don't just replay the same monsters over and over again. Does that make sense? No,
1: no, that makes sense. Total sense. And and like you said with Cyberpunk, the voice acting was really good. They told an amazing story. What gives me, essentially, I, I guess the best word hope for Cyberpunk is... What they did with The Witcher 3, the constant updating, what they did for the... community, How many free DLCs did we have? We had multiple quest lines, armor sets. If you download The Witcher now, you're downloading a ton of stuff that was free. And then you had your paid DLCs, which in my opinion aren't DLCs. They're expansions.
2: They're expansions. They're full-on
1: expansions. Hearts of Stone. Again, top-tier writing. Very well done story. Blood and Wine, I thought, was the better of the two. And that one was just fantastic. You go to a, a, a new land, Toussaint, which is completely what would the word be contrast to the land that you spend the whole game in so during the it's pretty yeah during during the main game and even on this uh what is it skellig islands it's a very war torn area and then you go to tucson in the second expansion and it's it's like spain like i think it, i th- i think they took inspiration from like a a spanish vineyard type thing it's very pretty colorful it's a complete contrast again with another fantastic story. They added gameplay elements into each. I think it, in my opinion, is the greatest game ever made, all said and done. As it stands now, it's, it's fantastic. And it's, I, I think it's a game of the generation for me.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's a solid pick. A lot of people picked that. I can't pick that as my game of the generation. Then you're wrong. Because while I do have 30, 30 hours in that game, uh. which in a lot of games I would have beaten, <laughs> I have uh. never made it past, I have beaten the first Bloody Baron mission, and that's basically where Several I've times, every right? Every time, Jeez. several times. And I've done the Princess Goat mission several times as well. Which, Another good mission. Which is a good, perverse mission, <laughs> but good nonetheless, so I, I'm taking a little bit different of a, approach i have recently this i think this past generation for myself i have really been reintroduced as a kid i used to play these games all the time but I, I feel like i've been reintroduced on the xbox one to racing games oh yeah and so my game of the generation is a game that i think has has really set the tone for the ultimate balance in a racing game and that's forza horizon three it is in my opinion the best racing game You say Witcher is the best racing game of all time. I think Forza Horizon 3 is the best racing game of all time.
2: RPG of all time. RPG. Although there is a horse race in there. Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) Uh, Sorry, RPG of all time. I I really do believe Forza Horizon 3. I think Microsoft has strengths. They have weaknesses. Xbox has strengths and weaknesses. I think their strength lies in the Turn 10 Studios, uh, Playground Studios, Playground Game Studios, Forza Series, Mm -hmm. with the balance between simulation and the Forza Series, arcade slash simulation options open world in the horizon racing series now forza horizon 2 dropped on the xbox one it was okay but forza horizon 3 just seemed to find this sweet spot forza horizon 4 was really good it just couldn't find that sweet spot that forza horizon 3 found you it was a world that you wanted to explore with vehicles that you wanted to play and get and earn fun fact in forza horizon 4 right now you can get the cyberpunk vehicle if you'd like to get that, and and it's just this continually support of of that. I think they set a standard with Forza Horizon Three. I think it's the best racing game of a generation. Now, do you guys agree with that? From uh, from, as a racing, I racing would say game? that's fair. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. I Forza Horizon Three. Now, Forza, so as good as
0: For Forza Horizon Four is really good, but a lot of people weren't introduced, didn't play Forza Horizon Three, and were only introduced to Forza Horizon Four and love it as someone who played Forza Horizon 3, Forza Horizon 4 has some flaws that that just Forza Horizon 3 was perfection in mm-hmm. in 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 every in every aspect of it. It was the so. pinnacle. Yeah, it it really was. Great
2: discussion, great can question. I, can I say cuz yeah. we know mine is Witcher 3. Yes, Witcher 3. Go say, I want to say some games that uh, I really enjoyed. Oh, yeah, there some we go. Brothers that that you Real think quick. are contenders? For the Some for the
0: generation, a, or this is just games that you enjoy.
2: Well, like I'm gonna throw out a name here that uh, I'm sorry, but Stardew Valley. Oh, dear. I have to mention Stardew you d- Valley. That is true. That gets that's kind of underrated, I think. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> uh, for a game that was made by one person, Agreed. and and that looks like it was made from 1993. The game is an amazing game, and I have to say that because I have purchased this game on every device that I can game on. I very few games ha, ca, can do that. I think I, I think Skyrim is another one, and I think Grand Theft Auto Five is another one that I pretty much purchased everywhere. Right? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Stardew Valley, my golly, that that. Man, the, the build of Chuck, it was Chucklefish that produced it, and then uh, Concerned Ape was the, the guy who made it. An amazing game. Um, yeah, I have to mention that. Also, I have to mention, although they're kind of tripping at the finish line right now, I really like Overwatch, but uh, Grand Theft Auto Five is on my list as well. That said, Witcher 3 takes it. Over Has Overwatch seen a... Nope. A decline? Yep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but how big of a decline? As big of as, as a decline... Like, is there a parallel, and are they related to the Overwatch decline and the Hearthstone decline?
2: Oh, yeah. The the parallel is Activision Blizzard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but are, are they declining at the same rate, or is Overwatch not as bad well, as, as... Hearthstone, three months ago, was in one of the best places I think the game has ever been in, as far as balance, gameplay, what was available... Then they come out with they're they're just taking some heat because they made some really stupid decisions with their big update on achievements and uh, how they're doing how they're dealing with gold and their battle pass, technically what it's called. They're just they're they, they screwed up. Um, I everybody who plays Hearthstone or who has ever played Hearthstone, be sure to log in right now. Just log in. Yep, You'll, they're giving out the sorry stuff. I'm sorry. Five hundred gold and five packs. So <laughs> So that's ten packs essentially, right? So yeah. Just definitely. log in because they're doing their whole "we're sorry" stuff. But, anyways, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's that's. It's just interesting to see, kind of, a little of the shine rubbed off on 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 Blizzard, with regard to certain certain games.
2: Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so that's a, that. What I mean, that's
0: that was a good that was a good question. That was good. Uh, generation game of the year or game of the generation game of the year. Let's move on to the questions. These are these are our last question segment of 2020 2020. <laughs> f- nice job there you. Go. Our first our first question comes from Blake guys To submit a question you can do so each and every single week Over at youtube.com Forward slash x1bros Hit the community tab And as long as you're a member you're able to submit a question We try to pick out the best questions We get a lot of questions submitted So we, we do pick out the best So if you have an interesting question please come in We do read all the questions And we appreciate it Sometimes we get multiple of the same questions So hopefully we answer your question in doing that Blake writes in Barbara Blaken says, at the beginning of the year, Jordan set a goal to beat one game a month. This uh, led to the birth of the game club. It really did, which we do have. Uh, so did. Jordan reached his goal and beat at least one game each month this year. 12 games. Do you think you beat 12 games? I no. think. No, I didn't. I, are, oh. You didn't? No. Yeah, I'm surprised I think you've like that. five games
2: I, in the last week. I think yeah, you uh, have
1: yeah. pushed through. No, I think I did it for like the first six months, and then I was like, yeah.
2: Hey, you made it six months. Yeah. Six months is pretty good yeah, for New Year's I, resolution. I remember I wrote
1: down each game I beat for that month, and then I was like, I was like, yeah,
2: okay." But did you? <laughs> but did you still
0: beat a game a month, or did you just stop tracking? Um, because I've, like, Spicy said, I feel like you beat I like five games this month. I don't think in I would November, consider you you beating Vigor, for instance. I
1: guess, but I don't have all the achievements yet.
0: See, that's, you're that's setting the a thing, high yeah. standard for yeah. yourself, brother.
1: Well, I mean, how do you beat a multiplayer game? You do everything in the battle. I mean, class. I guess I beat I beat Black Ops last month, and then I beat Modern Warfare when eight. Well, that was last year, right? So
2: You got to look um, up how to solve a Rubik's Cube. Yeah,
1: yeah. there's that. <laughs> that's, there's that, there's that, that, you know. that achievement. Well, I tried to cheese it, but they're smarter because I was thinking like, what if I just like turn it and then turn it back? I mean, technically, isn't that solving it? But now they get you. They make you shovel it, yeah, shovel it, yeah. So how many? No, games? I mean, I beat. I think I. I think I beat. I beat a few of a few games this year. Give me a number. How estimate I think I your number? I did like six.
0: Six? Yeah. So at the six month mark, you just stopped. Well, I didn't just
1: stop. I just like. Did stopped you beat pushing Valhalla? No. Yeah, see, no. Okay. Let's I go. lost respect. Let's yeah.
0: go multi. So, but here is the thing: you play a lot of multiplayer games. Can't see, you, that's the problem. Can't you consider some of those being beat? Uh, no. I mean, can you? I think so. For so, for instance, have you gone as far as you can in? A season of Apex, for instance, or no? Nah, you can go further.
1: See the the way they design it is so you can't can't complete. do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't complete it. They specifically make
2: it so the character <laughs> <There> is no. <laughs> always right here, <laughs> yeah.
1: regardless how uh, far you are. Yeah, they can't do it. No, there was, there was a lot of fun games like Ori. We beat that one. That one was really fun. Yeah. Although frustrating for me at certain parts. Well, there you go. Blake, great question. But yeah, no, I didn't beat, I I did beat a good half. I think I beat like six games this week, or this year. This Fake, week. Thank you. <laughs> this year. <laughs>
0: uh. Thank you very much for writing in, Blake. Appreciate it. Great question. Psychotic writes in, and this actually is a question that we got from multiple people. I believe Blake Jen, Jen, uh, Jenkins also asked this question but psychotic says merry christmas bros thank you for another fantastic year of positivity and awesome content you guys really make a difference to the community in a huge way well thank you very much psychotic kind words he says my question today is what are you most excited for in 2021 is it a specific game dlc or something completely different thanks for everything and keep up the great work psychotic most excited for in 2021 jordan Oh, you me! Like you were gonna say something. Oh no,
1: I was just, I just was agreeing with you. Uh, yeah.
0: Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. I am most excited f- to start uh, get ray tracing into games on the Series yeah. X. I would like to see it or ray tracing, whatever the AMD version, because is ray tracing technically Nvidia?
2: No, it, ray tracing. Is, it is. It is a. Sta- it's, it's like a, a hard, industry term. At a yeah. At a. F- at a very basic level, it's hardware acceleration for lighting. Okay, there we so, go. I'd I like think RTX so is, is... For instance, Nvidia. Minecraft, we have Minecraft. a great Minecraft
0: server. That will just revive my, our Minecraft server, in my opinion. And you'd want to go experience that. We were watching Cyberpunk 2077... With ray tracing turned on, and it's like, whoa! I, I kind of want to wait for that now. You could go back and experience a game like Red Dead Redemption that would completely change the way that that game looked and feel as well. Ray tracing is a big deal, I think, the way that lighting is handled, and I think I'm 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 most looking forward to that in 2021.
2: Sp- okay, that's spicy, fair.
0: spicy. How about you? Anything stand
2: out? I don't know. Off the bat? So, I'm a I'm a man of basic needs and impulses right I, do you think we'll get e3 back because is that something that we're looking that forward was to? i hope so but i think it's gonna take some i don't know i think we got another year yeah i i hope and so if it might not even come back in that way what's the need yeah, digital the digital it's just cheaper for businesses they and can you control can the message control it a lot more and you got got to talk to people afterwards yeah. I mean that's that alone. <laughs> so I don't know there's I mean it's cheaper and more effective. Why would you go back to the old way?: There is something about the
0: hype of being together, though it's like but a sports game watching watching college football or English premiership on sure. TV versus being in person it,
2: it, it's the atmosphere. but that atmosphere is not what E3 is. It is for me. For us consumers, yeah. but E3 is a. It, it's a, yeah, it's a It's consumer. a handshaking, uh, deals being or made. Or at least it used to be. <laughs> and a, yeah, and a hype creation tool. Yeah. And you don't need us to, to create that. that. Yeah. So it's. Unfortunately, it's more of a fan. I'm, a fan festival might replace it. I'm with you, but I think when it's cheaper. And more effective, why would you ever do it the old Well, and even, even
1: all the handshakes. So I had a friend that I used to work with uh, at my old job. He, he worked for, uh, I think it was a company that did a lot of porting for the DSs. Okay. Basically, E3 would come along and his boss would come back and be like, all right, guys, I got all our work for the year. Like, it was just, it was that's where you made all the deals, right? I think that, which is primarily what E3 was really for, you know, in, in the past few years, it's kind of, it's turned into more of a fan thing, which I think is good, too. But I think all that handshaking stuff can now be done over Skype. And you know right. what I mean? Like it, I think it's so it's it's hard. I mean, I don't necessarily want it to go away because I have
0: fun going to. Well, the it can adjust. You know though. what I mean? Instead like, of yeah. being about those deals, and it kind of has morphed into that. It it morphed into a fan fest.
1: Yeah, yeah, it really has, which I think is honestly just as effective. Yeah.
0: Well, and that's the
2: thing. But you can, I mean, if it's a hype building tool, you don't need. You can create your own hype in your own yeah. pre-made videos. Yeah, but you know, it, but look look at a Backstreet Boys video from so do you 1998.
0: Think a, do you think it's so? Let's just take Microsoft. You just
2: get screaming girls all around them, <laughs> and hype is magically but created. But let's but
0: let's talk. Let's talk. For instance, Microsoft, who has the Microsoft Theater in in Los Angeles, at E three, do they lose money or do they make money?
1: Well, I mean, they still have to pay to go there, right? I mean, it's their theater, so it's cheaper. No. No, I understand
0: that, but look at everything that is sold during that time. Does that does like merchandising? Uh, oh, yeah, does that justify does what I'm saying is do they make money from is it a net cost? Is it neutralized? Is it a net positive? What do you th- what do you think? I I would be curious to know that. Because if it's if it's neutral or a net positive, then yeah, why not do it?
1: Because you're creating the hype and the excitement which is
0: which is worth money in its own right.
2: Yeah. No. Yeah
0: just you can create hype without all the expenses. Yeah, but isn't it? That's what I'm curious. What is the expenses versus what is the cuz you it's it's Well, I, I
1: get what he's saying. I'm more likely to buy a t-shirt at E3. Well, you bought a $100 bomber jacket. I did. I'm more so likely to yeah. to this so, day. Way, yeah. I'm I'm more likely to buy that at E3 while I'm waiting in line or looking at stuff like so that than I'm of like, other people. Then I am at like oh, oh, the end of the trailer there's a t-shirt. Go buy, it. you know what I mean? Mm. Does that yeah. make sense? But does the so com, but I does get that, the merchandise But does thing? that
0: offset the cost enough? That's the... Yeah. The city of LA wants E3 to be there for sure. There's no doubt about that. I mean, that's a big driver. Look how many people are there in that week's Uber
2: span. wants that for sure. Uber
0: wants that. Yeah. The homeless people... They may no, not they want it. We're kind of stepping in. Yeah. L.A. should rename itself Night City. I firmly, I am all for that. Because it is so reminiscent of Night <laughs> City. And what a map. Dude, and it would make me, it would make it like a tourist destination for me. I'd be like, yeah, we're going to Night City. <laughs> <laughs> pretty cool. Uh, Great man, question, Psycho. Uh, what's Jordan. funny
2: is the A.I. In, in L.A. is probably similar to what we're getting. <laughs> yeah, true.
0: Well, I don't know. I mean, there was that whip guy. <laughs> that guy was Jordan, intense. Yeah. Tell us. Most excited for 2021?
1: Oh, I think there's two things I'm really excited for. One thing we talked about earlier, I am excited to see where Cyberpunk 2077 goes with the new update for the next-gen consoles, sure. and if we do get any expansions within the next year or so, right? We'll, we'll see how that goes. One thing I'm really excited for, and I, I'm kind of... I, I kicked myself because we didn't talk about it last week, but it was showed off at the Game Awards, and I feel like it flew under the radar, but I think this is the one, one of the most exciting things coming, and that's Back for Blood. Which Back is blood, Turtle yeah. Rock Studios, the guys that created the original Left for Dead stuff. Yeah, they were able to. Se- I think Valve still owns the Left for Dead name, but they were able to separate and be their own company again, and they're making a new game called Back for Blood, which is essentially Left for Dead Three. Yeah. Right. The alpha was this week. Okay. I didn't get in, but I got to see people play it. It looks awesome. It looks really fun. I don't know if you guys remember Left for Dead. But I feel like Left 4 Dead almost did what Halo did for the original console. We'd go over to people's houses and you played Left 4 Dead. For, you had fun from a multiplayer yeah. from a multiplayer party game. Yeah, it definitely. I don't did. think it quite did like the the amount no, of what of Halo not. did, but it's similar. Left 4 Dead was all people talked about, and it was really and everybody played Left 4 Dead. There was there was people that have never played video games before. They're like, oh, let's play Left 4 Dead. It's really fun. Like it was just a fun co op experience. Then you had Left 4 Dead 2, which built upon all that fun stuff. And I'm really excited for the original developers. They didn't get the name, but that's okay. It's essentially the same game, Back for Blood.
0: Yeah. Right? Really excited exciting. for
2: this game. It's coming out next year.
0: Actually, early next year, too, I believe. So I would like to change my answer or add to my answer
2: before I say my answer. Are you going to take my answer? I thought you said I think it. maybe he will. I haven't said anything. Okay, go ahead. Halo Infinite. Oh, that's that's oh, so I not want I, I want answer. that to be really good. Cuz I got I
0: got something that you guys are both about to say. Yep, you're right. Okay. Crimson Desert.
2: Okay, <laughs> see, good. instant. Look at that, Instant.
0: That's pretty good. That game Woo. does hits me in all the right spots. Woo. I am so excited for that game. If you've not seen the It'll trailer. Be Crimson Desert. I'm calling it now. It's going to be delayed. Uh,
2: go watch. <laughs> I'm going to plug ourselves. <laughs> go watch our reaction trailer when we see the trailer yeah, for the yeah. first time. It, it's on our YouTube channel. It is
0: on our YouTube channel, and it's amazing.
2: And then you will agree with
0: us. You will agree. And here's the thing, because Pearl Abyss is known for Black Desert Online, which is an MMO, and this is... A single-player RPG with multiplayer elements. Whatever the hell that means, (laughs) I am very excited for it. (laughs) To me, it means co-op missions. I don't know what it means, but I want it. Amazing. To me, it means, or or, or why can't it be this? And this would be, I think, a great way to do new MMOs. Single-player RPG all the way up until endgame, and then you've got multiplayer dungeons at endgame.
2: I'm gonna pull that it would up. Be cool. I'm gonna
0: pull it up right now. That would be really cool, don't you think? Or am <sighs> Wait, I? Wait, what did you I just completed? say? I was
2: focused on something. No, pr- else. no
0: problem. And I really want Jordan's opinion on this. If it because we we know it's single player with multiplayer elements mm-hmm. or MMO like elements is what they said. I think specifically, what if it's single player RPG, intense story, gameplay, leveling up your character, skill trees, the whole shot with the in the world that we see, and then at end game. That you unlock. That's it's multiplayer dungeons, or even it's not end game, but throughout, whenever you go into a dungeon, I mean, it's that a looks multi like Flight simulator, right? There. <laughs> <yeah>. That's, that's <laughs> <So> good stuff. <laughs> whenever, but whenever you go into multiplayer, maybe you do mo- dungeons as a multiplayer main game campaign yeah. dungeons. multiplayer. that would, that would, be, would cool, be cool. That'd be no, a cool be hybrid really cool. way to do it. Yeah,
1: I yeah, I'm really interested because they did kind of. It, it was almost kind of worded interestingly. It, it was because <laughs> I mean, watch the multiplayer elements just be like. You can send mail to each or other. Just, <laughs> yeah, or we just funny. see each
0: other's orbs. Yeah. <laughs> ambient or like,
1: Albion orbs. Yeah. Or yeah. Albion orbs hey, I do. I do want to say, OK, Mark said it. And and I feel like I should say it. I'm really excited for Halo Infinite as well. But Joseph Staton, did you see the quote that he came out with talking about Halo? So he, he got to play the first day on the he talks about the first day on the job where he plays the the entirety of the campaign. And I just want to read that statement. Just because I think it's really important. Ahead. And, and very exciting. So Joseph Staten, for those of you that don't know, is the guy that they brought in to help with the Halo process. So he said, quote, my first week on the job, I played the entire Infinite Campaign twice. I was in a world stunned in the best way possible. By what the team had done, Infinite is by far the most expansive and vertical Halo world ever. Why did the team do this? Because they understand that wonder and freedom are key to the Halo experience. End quote. And then he goes on to talk about other stuff. But I that that's exciting. That gets you excited. That that gets you excited. That gets you hyped. We do know Halo is coming in fall 2021.
0: That is exciting.
1: And they're working on it. and We did just get a whole bunch of drop about.
2: You know know what else is coming in
0: fall 2021? Like. Crimson Desert. Desert.
2: Yeah, what we're looking at right yeah. now. And can we can we fast yeah, I'm forward? Gonna, to I know you want right the about dragon. There. Right? No, no. Back, back.
0: Right about. Right in there when the fighting starts. Oh yes. yes, the fighting in this game just does it. Oh, and then he's building his own, his own, his own ridges. There's puzzles here. It clearly. is, is going to be glad that
2: you're describing what you're looking at in it's a video just, to all our kayaking. listeners. kayaking.
0: I mean, who doesn't want kayaking in a high that fantasy game? Look, there's the the a dragon. Oh! And then when there's this, this archer, it looks like a ranger type of class, and he ropes two guys and then, like, rips their head off with the rope and shoots them. Yeah, and look, oh. at the, look at the, mo- the dire mo- wolves. Yeah. I mean, they're taking some Game of Thrones direwolves right there. Game.
2: Oh, my gosh. Like, it, it does everything how you would I want it to do done. I am most excited
0: for this. I don't even care if there's a good story in this. Just <laughs> let me play this. Just let me ride that dragon. <laughs> just let me ride that dragon. Look, at, lightning literally hit that dude's sword. <laughs> and he's and he just looks at it like, yes, yeah, so I am powerful now. I believe the fighting scene that I'm talking about is coming Are right. You talking-
2: oh, we skipped it. No, no I, yeah, no. we skipped it. This is the end
0: no it's right here watch I think in the snow right with the no we no, no, that's we where
2: sk- we started it was in the uh, snow we can pull it back but I well, want to no, hit the keep, dragon
0: just keep because that keep dragon pulling, fight. this minotaur scene oh yeah. oh yes he's on the back of a minotaur Look at it is, that. and he's flying a track oh, oh
2: my, my gosh <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness okay anyway a lot of what stuff time, excited friend? about that was four minutes and 45 seconds if you want to see if the most see epic the dragon. dragon fight ever anyways there you go the most exciting great
0: question thank you very much super shocker or sorry psychotic for writing in Thank you. Blake Jackson, I think believe, also asked that question. so did a couple other people. Next question comes from Welcome Home Sanitarium. He says, I've been listening to you guys for over a year. Yes. And I just joined the membership last month. Welcome. Yes. Thank you. Welcome Home much? Sanitarium.
1: I believe he was in chat today. Uh, he is. Oh, he there he is. He's here in chat today.
0: He says, I have a two-part question. Number one, what is your favorite supervillain? Mine is Omega Red. He was always a handful for the X-Men and especially for Wolverine. And number two, what supervillain would you like to see a bay a game based on? Myself, I would love to see one on Omega Red. Have a great Christmas and a happy new year. Thank you very much. Welcome home sanitarium. I'm going to demure to Spicy and George the Man
2: supervillains. So I have an answer. That's pretty common, okay. And I kind of want to force myself to not say what I'm gonna. No, say, say if it's coming I mean, for a reason because it's probably legit. I think the Joker is yeah.
1: probably like a favorite. Super is villain. a
2: favorite, and there's so many reasons why. I mean, he's no, he's not, he's, not like, line. he's not
1: like Galactus or whatever, you know, like yeah. power wise. But he's just he's a he's great villain. Dark, he just likes funny, to watch gritty, the world burn.
2: Gritty, and yeah, he's just he is a good villain. Villain. And uh, I kind of don't want to give that as my answer because I sure. want to stretch my brain and think of it okay. uh, outside of that. Outside right? the yeah. box with a... You know what I'm going to
1: say just because I think okay, it would be interesting and I don't know how you'd make a game around it. But I'm going to say Galactus.
2: He literally eats worlds. Oh. How do you make a game out of it? How that? do you beat that guy? <laughs> yeah. How do you? Oh, well, it's, it's, it's been done. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Yeah, it's yeah. good. There is what, probably what be, someone what, outside what of the what box. What would be a good game for You want to know? So, I mean yeah, Deadpool. I don't Well, yeah, Deadpool. but the last Deadpool I made was a very very terrible game. <laughs> <laughs> um what <laughs> I, I mean, like yeah. about my favorite heroes are not related to power level. Okay. Like at all. Sure. I think if you're looking at like pure stats uh, and I mean the Joker, he really he's just a dude. Yeah with a bad sick mind. And I think it creates the best storytelling, the best dramatic things that could happen, the the, the stresses of being a hero, all that stuff, right? And so that's that's kind of why I, what I like in a villain too, you know what I mean? Like I I think when told correctly, now, I'm I've been very I've been vocal about Superman not being my greatest favorite hero, but Lex Luthor, the fact that he can take him on yeah. Oh, chat just talked about Lex, yeah. Lex Luthor. Yeah. The fact that Lex Luthor can take on the most powerful being mm-hmm. ever, essentially, uh, yeah, you have bigger, yeah, you got, you got, you, okay. Okay. Just don't worry about all those other high tier, you know, heroes, sure, sure. right? Um, but Lex Luthor, time and time again, takes him on. And I think that shows. That shows guts, kiddo. You know what I mean? Well, what's interesting about their dynamic is
1: he doesn't beat him by brute force necessarily because you can't. He's right? a tactician. He, he beats him with his intellect. Yeah, so he's it's a tactician. It's a very, it's a very cool story, right? Fitzy said, like, yeah, sorry. So I was going to say it's it's similar to like Joker and Batman, right? Joke, uh, Batman is order and Joker is chaos. It's almost their, you know, that's the opposites, right? So
2: And that would be mm. another one. I mean, Batman technically is sometimes the bad guy. If you think about some <laughs> yeah. of the things he does, he's
1: technically a vigilante. <laughs> <laughs> technically. Fitzy in
0: chat says Lex Luthor the whole game. If you played Lex Luthor the whole game, would be about building up your company and creating ways to defeat Superman, <laughs> which is <laughs> kind of it correct. would be it would be a corporate yeah. sim. corporate
2: tycoon, <laughs> corporate tycoon, corporate <laughs> tycoon. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome um, like, yeah. wait, did you did you say like football simulator like but with Lex Luthor? Yeah, with Lex Luthor. Yeah, Lex that's Luther, awesome.
0: That would be hilarious. <laughs>
2: great great question uh, welcome home sanitary and that's wel- a good one i want to think on that more and maybe at post show after the show we'll get into it a little. yeah little bit. great question
0: colin crable writes in and says xbox created the initiative to be a new quadruple a studio and now that we know they are rebooting perfect dart what are your reactions and thoughts he says i have no nostalgia for the ip But if it is an awesome game, then great. Still, I'm left thinking the investment and high pedigree hires should be making an IP of their own. I don't necessarily disagree with that. I completely... I'll start with me because I have zero experience with Perfect Dark. Mm -hmm. Someone... Let me tell you the perception of someone like me. It feels like another shooter... I, at its core, that's another shooter, and I have granted again. I have no experience with Perfect Dark. If it is a fantastic game, it's a fantastic game. I'm hoping that it is. From what everybody says, they're super excited about it. But I agree, I, I agree with someone that has no nostalgia for the game. I see where where um, Colin is coming from, and I agree with that sentiment. It's just like, ah, eh, I what what are you gonna do? That's brand new, and if they're able to do, maybe they take take the first person shooter genre. And they've they shift it in some way that just blows our minds. That I think is what it's going to take. I think it's very hard. So for instance, Doom and Wolfenstein, grade A first person shooters, but there's a ceiling there, and there's a ceiling because at 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 your core, there's not games that get generational games are games like oh like A Witcher, like you said, like a Grand Theft Auto, like a Red Dead Redemption, games that are doing stuff, God of War, the games that are doing stuff that haven't been done before or they're doing it at such a high level, it seems like it's not been done before. Yeah. I just don't know if you can do that with a first-person shooter in 2021, 20, 22, 23, unless you, dra- you do something that changes the entire genre itself,
2: which you guys said kind of the you original Perfect Dark did. Well, no, you can't change the genre because the genre is the genre. Well, but... You you
0: adjust it. You do something brand new that's never been done before within the genre.
2: But keep in mind, people play first person shooters because they like first person shooters. It's the reason there's not a lot of development. One of the reasons there's not a lot of development and I guess progress in that genre. And one of the biggest progresses is, is like modes like battle royale, right? Yeah. But it is because it is what it is, you know. It's like it's like a formula that just works. And if you go away from that too much, it doesn't work. Yeah. And you're going to lose your audience because your audience is very specifically looking for that formula. Sounds weird, but it's kind of difficult to open up the first-person genre to different ideas without alienating those that don't want those ideas in there. I know that sounds weird, and I know that you're yeah, looking at... We,
0: you know, I, I get what you're saying, but we don't know what we don't know. and we, we don't, we... Sure. You know, you know what I mean? So that you can... I get that. We yeah. can... You can do... You can do GoldenEye, right? We didn't know that we would love well, four-player, multiplayer maps on the same thing. That was a new concept. And then Perfect... So did Perfect Dark change anything from that or just perfected? perfect it? Because that's the other model. They perfected Goldeneye. The Blizzard model to do... To just perf, simplify and perfect.
2: They added guns and they added maps... And then they added campaign, but it was kind of the same campaign. It was, you're a double agent or not a double agent. You're You're a secret agent. And it's actually, but it takes place in the future, right? So. Yeah, this is in the future and it's sci-fi ish, right? (laughs) But I mean, see, even that, that formula it's, we're not we're not trying to make a Citizen Kane here, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? But we're, you are you
0: are when like the initiative is your marquee studio getting sure. grade A writers and talent and and maybe that's it. Maybe what we've just not had for a while is a next tier God of War esque story well, driven th- game. So first person shooter,
2: yeah, single player campaign have an amazing story. Have the story be good, and have the story be great, and have the story be amazing. That's how you get people to buy that game. Yeah, I agree with that. However, for first-person shooter,
0: for Perfect Dark Zero fans, Far Dark, dark. would they not want to see multiplayer in that?
1: Oh, I'm sure there's going to be multiplayer in this game.
0: Maybe that's where, and maybe that's where you bring in a new take on the genre. Is in multiplayer a new multiplayer mode that's super fun?
1: I yeah I there's got to be multiplayer right I mean why would 100%, there not yeah. be I mean one hundred percent I guess they could just do split screen <laughs> like, like they, didn't they don't do it. that anymore
2: because <laughs> <Yeah>. because <laughs> the games are so demanding uh, back but, in the day they were only running at like two eighty yeah, p
1: have to, you have to render it four different times because yeah and it's
2: and rendering four different squares or whatever however many more players that now they put all their balls I, in I w- one. I will say did he talk about um, like he
1: he asked the question like, do we want this or would we rather see like a completely original idea, right? A new
0: thing. Well, he just wants to know our thoughts and reactions to Perfect Dark being the big game from the initiative, yeah. which is supposed to be. Remember, the news, the news was that Microsoft went to the
2: initiative and said, how much money do you need? Unlimited. Yeah. Here's the deal. Okay. I like brownies. Okay. okay I really like brownies. When I'm looking to get a brownie, guess what I want? A good I w- brownie? I want a brownie. <laughs> when you put a nuts in that brownie, it ruins my life. And you know, all you're they're you're trying, they're they're technically trying to upgrade the brownie. Let's talk about let's, let's
0: for you with brownies. For me, it's on, cookies and
2: oatmeal oh. and raisins. Don't do that to me. Okay. I'm just saying or it's raisin. not an upgrade. Just when I want a brownie, just give me what I want. I want a brownie. Yeah. But I get what you're saying. Sometimes some I and I've had this before, where they Make the brownie, and then they put marshmallows on top, and then they put it back in the oven, and the br- and the marshmallows get golden brown. Mm-hmm. That was an upgrade.
0: Or molten chocolate inside the brownie.
2: Yeah, an upgrade. So different take. But but some people might like the nuts. See, as the at upgrade. the core,
0: it's still a brownie.
2: Yeah, but I was with alienated a, with the twist. But I was mm. alienated, and I don't want any of that brownie now <laughs> because it has walnuts in it. Mm. You see, would, yeah. so.
1: would you almost rather some of these, Microsoft has some of their studios make original IPs? I
0: th- I think, I, and I think that's what Colin was getting at here. Yeah. I, well, I agree. I think that stu- I, the studio that's the marquee studio and it's been at the forefront and all the talent that they're getting from Rockstar and from um, Naughty Dog. I mean, this is the studio. Yeah. It it's just like perfect, perfect dark. Okay, we'll see. I mean, it was a
2: beloved series, and it's old enough to not alienate most. That's people. a good take. Yeah, yeah. that's an interesting take. Yeah. Well, because I
1: just I I just wonder, Microsoft does lean heavily on their established franchises. Sure. Right. I mean, look, we're at Halo Six. Right. We're going to be at Gear Six on the next game, Forza. I mean, we have a lot of those stuff like that. If you look over at Sony, I would say I mean, maybe not every well, I I would say at least once during their generation they have a completely original idea. On the Playstation three it was The Last of Us, right? Sure. What from their from their first party stuff. So we're just talking about first party stuff. This one's Ghost of Tsushima. Spider Man -Man and and Ghost of Tsushima. Well, I mean, do you think Microsoft should maybe task one of their studios to... Well, I mean, they, I guess with Bethesda, you have
0: Starfield, I mean, which is I'll a new you, original Well, I'll idea, give you an example. Right? When we saw... Uh, Outer Worlds. We saw just a... Te- get, yeah, there you go. Well, Outer Worlds. Avowed. Yeah. We saw a teaser event, of a Vowed. that. Was, yeah, no, hmm, I, I guess you're right. Yeah. I guess it just, so takes, doing, it just takes time to they're come. They're doing that, yeah. but the initiative is the big boy, like, yeah. and then a lot of attention is put there primarily because of the talent that they've been getting. So, it'll be interesting to see. That's a great question, though, yeah. Colin. I appreciate that question. Thank you very much for writing in. Our last question of 2020 comes from Colm Brown. He says, hi, bros. Firstly, I just want to wish you all a happy Christmas and hopefully a better 2021. Amen, brother. Thanks for all the awesome content you have made for us over the past year. It has been an absolutely pleasure to listen to you guys. Thank you very much. Come appreciate it. He says, my question is with the recent controversy over the state of cyberpunk at release on consoles. Does this make Stadia a viable option? It seems that as long as you have a good Internet connection, you can experience this game in its best form without the need to buy an expensive PC. Could this be Stadia's time to shine? Thanks again, Calm Brown. That's an interesting point, and I think that's kind of the future that we're leading to. Leaning or leading? I get you. Getting into, starting so, to get into.
2: Can I stab at this real quick? Go ahead, Spicy. So my initial thoughts on this is I think it is a place for the Stadia to shine. However, it still requires people to purchase something that they haven't already had in their library of stuff. If you're not already a stadium member, right? Um, which people that have generally people that have the OG Xbox that has all these problems anyways, they're pro they're maybe they're looking to get better hardware, but odds are they they either can't for specific reasons maybe their kids and their parents don't get it for them or maybe they're they're crunched for money you know maybe there's a whole bunch of scenarios but i don't i don't see it for a lot of people having that get people to buy that over other things mm-hmm. agreed if that makes sense
0: yeah agreed i think that's the the selling point is hard for stadia i think the overall concept here Colm, is is you're correct. I think it does. It does open up an opportunity and kind of gives us a peek into the future mm-hmm. of the ability. For even let's talk about X Cloud for Microsoft to say, "Hey, look, if you're on a note, if you if you have Game Pass, play on xCloud. I just don't think m- uh, enough consumers are aware of that at this point. Mm-hmm. But I think there will be an instance like this in the future where you're at that tipping point, and it just needs an event like this to push everyone sure. to that X Cloud. I, I don't think. XCloud is still XCloud Stadia streaming games that way. It's is still in in concept form right now for most people because they've not experienced it. It's not something that's happening on the regular. As that becomes more on the regular, an event like this mm-hmm. could definitely push, I think, yeah. everybody over to the streaming yeah. side of things.
2: Literally every YouTube ad I have been getting has been Stadia. That's interesting. And they're pushing it. They're pushing it hard. Yeah. So maybe Maybe that maybe that's well I maybe they need he, he to listen
0: says to the it, show and my only cyberpunk game. My only, my
1: ad. only yeah. thing of my only issue is why I don't think it's as big as, you know, console well, I mean Anyway, he says it interesting. It seems as long as you have a good internet connection, you can experience the game in its best yeah. form. I think Starlink, that's, baby. I think that's a big part of it. There's a lot of people that have excellent internet connections, but there's also a very vast majority that do not have yep. good... They're good, enough dirty, connect, basically yeah. in, good enough to connect online and play online games with your friends, but you're talking about streaming, which is a completely different animal, and you're talking about streaming a game, which is also different than streaming just a movie. To stream a game at its full potential, like a game like Cyberpunk, you're talking about a good handful of bandwidth,
2: consistent bandwidth. And the driving already is delayed. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like <laughs> I never mentioned that in the review. But there's like a 200 millisecond delay from when you turn the wheel from when the car turns. So that's multiplied. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think with
0: streaming, we're on the cusp of it. Uh, yeah, I do too. We're, we're I at think the beginning of it before there's going to be a tipping point, and That tipping point is bandwidth infrastructure yeah. and and we're just we're internet there right. yeah
1: because when i was when i was in the internet industry we got to see statistics every once in a while like from the fcc and all different companies that would do and it was i, I forget what it, but basically there's a lot of people like in cities suburbs and stuff that do have very good connections that can handle this stuff but there's also a very vast majority the majority which, of people well i i mean i i think was it the majority it, it was it was I think it may have been that are in rural. What, how do you say that? Rural. Word? Yeah that that word areas.
0: Whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa. Or
1: just in areas that don't have the super high speed connections to handle. Let's just say I don't know what Stadia is necessarily streaming the settings at, but let's just say 4K gaming via a stream. Streaming a 4K video is pretty demanding in itself, and I think streaming a game is more demanding because it's it's immediate input and reaction, whereas a movie is just plain, right? I mean, I may be wording that weird, but it makes yeah, sense in my head. Yeah, it does make it sense. sense, yeah. So anyway, I mean, streaming of, let's say, a 4K game, I mean, that's that takes a lot more bandwidth than you think, and Col- a lot of people,
0: unfortunately, don't yeah. have. Yeah, Calm. You know, that's a great question. It, it is. is a great it's, point. It's interesting. I think that's a great point that if you could really streaming the game is the solution <laughs> to a lot of the issues yeah, there. Then it, could yeah it could then be then you
1: only have to release it to one platform
0: but then you yeah. you're introduced to more bikes <laughs> yeah. on a buggy game calm great question thank you very much everybody that's us for 2020 it has been a year it has been 2020 december 2020 looks vastly different than december of 2019 one year ago today the x1 bros completely different place completely different trajectory it has completely shifted it has changed it's an exciting change thank you thank you guys for all of your support thank you for being here thank you for the kindness the positivity and the community we appreciate it we appreciate you we love you guys we love hanging out with you guys any final words guys any final words between before mark jordan before we head out before we hit that
2: button nice. and drop out of here
1: we'll be playing more games
2: no this i'm weak I want to say, th- you already said thanks, yeah. but really people that support us blow my mind. So I, I we're, we, we've we tried to get like advertisers and stuff in the past, right? You know, all that stuff. And I just think the, the people that come that are in the chat right now that support us and those mm-hmm. on, 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 our, on every way that you can support us, even by sharing this show with others. Uh, it blows my mind so i'm just really it has been a journey
0: six years we're coming up on our seventh year the entire xbox one generation is behind us we had a good base set good base made some waves in the community got to meet lots of interesting people movers and shakers in the industry it has been a blast 2021 here we come don't do not forget the next two weeks we are off Christmas, New Year's, January 8th. Mark it on your calendars. That is when we're back. Don't forget, everybody. Come join us on YouTube. Hit that notification button. Hit that subscribe button. Be notified whenever we go live, when the stream goes live. We'll see you next time. Next year. Bye-bye.